Thanks for listening to the Best of Coast to Coast podcast. Become a Coast Insider to hear the rest of this fascinating conversation and check out recent shows where we talked about the creepy shadow entity known as the Hat Man, the troubling demise of the Great Barrier Reef, and the remarkable power of prayer. Head on over to coasttocoastam.com and sign up for the Coast Insider to start listening. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. Welcome back. We are with Jim Al-Khalili as we are talking about extraterrestrial life and those possibilities. Jim, let's get your thoughts on the Fermi Paradox, which uh, basically asks if life is so abundant in the universe, where are they all? Yeah, I mean, th- th- this is a famous... So Enrico Fermi, I should say, was, a, was an Italian-American physicist. He worked on the uh, Manhattan Project uh, in, in, during the Second World War. And he was... The story goes, it was around about 1950. He was having lunch with a bunch of other scientists at uh, Los Alamos in, in New Mexico. And they were talking about flying saucers. So the, the, the first... Um, uh, account of a flying saucer had taken place a few years earlier in the late 1940s. So he was talking with scientists and they're saying about, oh, you know, are these people just making it up? Are they delusional or is it real? Are we being visited? And he said, well, you know, if the universe is, is, is so big uh, and, and therefore life should be you know, everywhere, how come there aren't any you know, confirmed sightings? How come it's just the odd accounts here or there? Where is everybody? Um, and that became known as the, as the Fermi Paradox, that, that, you know, life, why isn't life more common than it is? Despite, you know, I would argue, and there may be listeners who will want to, you know, sort of <laughs> counter my view that right. we haven't, in fact, been visited by, by, by aliens yet. But the, the fact is that that is not established and we you know and, and, and we don't have any confirmation that we've been visited so how come the universe is, is 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 so so quiet out there how come no one's saying you know hello back to us and um one resolution to the paradox is 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 simply that the universe is too big you know it takes four years to light to get to us from the nearest neighbor star to the solar system and light as far as our theories tell us, is the fastest thing in the universe. So never mind Star Trek and, and dilithium crystals and, and warp drive. Um, if alien civilizations have developed um, uh, interstellar travel, then they also have to obey the laws of physics, mm-hmm. and, and it'll take them more than four years. And that's just to come from the nearest star. So if life is, 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 is out there everywhere, and let alone intelligent life, chances are it's too far, simply too far away to come and visit us. And, what if and, they uh, have learned... And, go, go ahead, Jim, I'm sorry. No, no I said the, the, the other point, which maybe we want to, 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 to come to later, is to ask the question, why would they want to visit us? And that's uh, one right. of the astrobiologists in, in, in the, the book actually talks about the, the, uh, the reasons why aliens wouldn't actually want to come and visit Earth. But that's, maybe that's another issue. What if they learned how to bend space and time? So that if you had like two points on a piece of paper uh, and they were 12 inches apart and you just bend them over and they meet, you're instantly there. What if they've learned how to travel that way? It's possible. And, and as a theoretical physicist, I, uh, th- that sort of idea, while still speculative, actually doesn't, isn't ruled out by our theories of physics. So, so that idea of bending space and time is exactly what Einstein's theory of relativity tells us. And Einstein's theory, we've been trying to find, pick a hole in it for 100 years. 
and so far it's, 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 it's come out of every test we've thrown at it with flying colors. So that theory tells us that space and time can be bent. And so this shortcut between two points, uh, which is what's called a wormhole, a traversable wormhole, is possible. And while we don't have the scientific or technological know-how to, to, to use that, uh, yeah, we, we cannot rule out the fact that an alien civilization may have been at it, may have been, you know, developing their science technology for thousands, millions of years earlier than us and may have got there. So, yeah, there's, there's hope, basically. If you want to think that they, they could have got here via a shortcut through space, then that's a possibility. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's something that science can't comment on at the moment because we, we don't have any evidence to suggest that it is true. Frank Drake, who uh, is 86 years old, still going strong, a astronomer, came up with the Drake Equation, which talks about the possibility of extraterrestrial life out there. He founded SETI, the Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence. D- does that hold up anymore, his thoughts? It's um, not, They're not taken seriously, certainly not sort of as an equation where you can just you can get numbers out of it that are reliable. And Frank Drake knew this when he started. He, he was essentially, it was, it was as much a PR exercise as science. He was saying, look, what are the, all the factors that would need to be in place for there to be intelligent life? You, you've got to take into account, first of all, how many stars are out there in the universe, how many have planets, how many of those planets are in the habitable zone around their star system, so they, they might have water, and, they, and, and water could exist in liquid form so that life could, could, uh, could use it. Um, what are the chances that life could start on those planets? Uh, what are the chances that multicellular complex life could develop? What's, what's the chance that intelligent life would develop? So, there's all, so all the way, you know, there's a scale of multiplying these different factors together. Some of them, some of those numbers we know quite reliably, and others are just complete guesses. So uh, it's not a reliable way of working out how likely there is for, for, for there to be alien life out there. But I should say that actually one of the contributors in the book, um, Sarah Seeger, who is a, a, a scientist at MIT, um, is, has come up with a better version of the Drake equation, because Drake, when he came up with his equation some you know, decades ago, she has uh, come up with something based on the, the latest advances uh, in, 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 in science. But even so, she, she still admits that there are certain things in there that are guesses. And the big unknown is, of course, how likely is life able to start in the first place, given all the ingredients and conditions and everything is right. Because we've tried to do that in laboratories. You know, there's a famous experiment back in the 1950s where uh, scientists tried to create life in a test tube. They put all the molecules, the amino, the the, um, the, the ingredients for life, water and a spark of electricity, you know, sort of like Frankenstein, um, and, and weren't able to create something that you could say was living. So it's hard, and yet it happened here on Earth. Um, so the, these equations are, are fun, fun to explore, but should be taken with a pinch of salt, really. If there's intelligent life out there, will it look like us, or could it be totally different? Could uh, you know? Could they have the shape of uh, of an alligator or a bear or something with intelligence? I I would imagine that if it ex- 
this, there's no reason it, could, it would look like any sort of um, uh, in a mammal or, 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 or life form on Earth. Of course, in order to, to survive, life needs to be able to sense its environment. Um, and and you know, you, you, there are only so many uh, ways it can do that. So uh, it, if it's going to see uh, everything around it, it needs something like an eye, something that can um, absorb light and, and um, then sort of interpret what, it, what it's looking at, the world outside it. Maybe a sense of smell, a sense of taste. So does it need eyes? Does it need a mouth? Does it need a nose? But then we know that even life on Earth comes in so many weird varieties that sometimes I think we're just being lazy. When we say that extraterrestrials, you know, the little green men, you know, with, with the eyes and two arms and two legs, that's just intellectual laziness because you're saying, well, we are the only sentient, really intelligent life forms that we know of, and therefore they're going to look like us. There's absolutely no reason why our imagination maybe hasn't even extended far enough to, to contemplate the possibilities of what life might look like. True. Now, when you talked about earlier, Jim, we don't have definitive proof of ETs. We've, we've had these amazing stories, though, like the crash at Roswell, New Mexico. Um, there have mm-hmm. been, uh, you know, leaked documents that the government has disclosed that have, you know, they're blacked out, but they were about UFOs and extraterrestrials. We've had incredible sightings by people as well. Would you call that evidence or not? Um, well, what I refer to as evidence is, is, is the, what I call scientific evidence. So if I say I have evidence of, and let me come up with a, a trivial silly example, a fair is at the bottom of my garden. Um, the onus is on me to convince others that that evidence is real. Right. Uh, and they have to see it for themselves. If I say I have evidence and you have to believe me, well, no, it's, 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 you know, it's my job to convince others, to persuade others. So all the evidence there has been, and, as you, and you're right, there, there have been so many people claimed so many sightings and government cover-ups and, and so on. But that is, I still don't call that evidence because, firstly, uh, I guess it's, it, it, it's, it's futile to argue on, on subjects like this because you're not going to win people over. I've, I've argued with people who have you know, other sort of conspiracy theories, and, and all that happens is they say, my God, you're part of the conspiracy. It's even worse <laughs> than I thought. So, so you know, I don't make progress along those lines. Um, it's, it's easier to argue against, say, someone who says man didn't go to the moon because I'm, I'm on firm ground, firm lunar ground there, and, and, and I, can, I can counter any arguments people have with, with rationality. When it comes to UFOs, it's very subjective. It's like the, the supernatural. Um, you know, if someone says, I've, look, I've seen a ghost or my house is haunted, I can't persuade them that it's just in their heads, uh, that they're delusional. Um, uh, and likewise, I can't persuade people that the government isn't covering up a big secret. All I can say is that if alien life exists and has visited Earth, that will be the most important scientific discovery in human history. Yes, I agree. And it would be impossible, utterly impossible for any government. I mean, come on, you know, WikiLeaks you know, and, and emails, you know, we know how easy it is for, 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 for the secrets that the top politicians would not like to, to, to appear to leak out anyhow, particularly in this day and age. 
So I think it would be impossible for, for anyone to keep a lid on such a momentous discovery. It's too important. People would not be quiet about it. And so for me, it's, I'd love it to be true. But I, I, the evidence for me is not something that I can be at all persuaded by. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.